Welcome back, Main Street Sports Today on this Thursday edition coming up. Uh, at around 3 o'clock today, we'll be joined by Vanderbilt AD Candace Story Lee. Looking forward to that. Also, our daily Braves conversation still to come and plenty to get to. But uh, we've got uh, Mo Patton, of course, and Miss Teresa Walker in today as our special guest host. Um, some would call this a uh, maybe a Hall of Fame sandwich. And um, there you go. <laughs> uh, but we do go preps to pros, Mo, and uh, very proud of that. Cover a lot of things, um, and uh, that includes our next segment. I'll let you introduce our guest. It does. Um, visiting with us here on Main Street Sports today on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, our friend Renee Hart and her folks keeping you well fed and um i've, I've managed to be well fed without getting over there but jp we have been remiss in making that trip across. it's been um, too long yeah, absolutely too we long. need to remedy that real mm-hmm. soon maybe we'll even take our next guest with us um go. yeah paul lamb spring hill baseball coach and more recently coach of the 8u coach pitch mules and he's got the battle wounds to to show for it um all over he 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 is the coach pitcher (laughs) for the mules how how does one get nominated for that is that like catching used to be the the last person that didn't step back or how how does that work uh the the other first off thank you all for having me on um the other dads that helped me assist me on the team they will all tell you that none of them want to nor really can throw good enough BP to give us a chance. We uh, we let some of them try out, and we kindly said, okay, you go to first, you go to third, you guys do a great job. But, um, you know, it that's where it comes in. I mean, I throw literally every single day of my life, so it was just natural that that was going to be the position. And, it wasn't that bad when they were seven, but now that they're eight, getting a little bit older, a little bit stronger, now it's becoming a little bit more of a uh, issue getting out of the way, so to speak. Exit velo. It's climbing <laughs> every day. <laughs> Have you considered an L screen, Coach? Uh, yeah, we're we we've got enough uh, land here in our backyard that we just put in a cage and now we're working on putting in an entire infield and I've brought home one of our old L screens and fixed it up that we don't use at our facility anymore. And it's already helped save my life more times than not. It it sounds like you've taught Lake a little too well. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's trying, we talk about going back up the middle a lot and he sure listens well. So, (laughs) <laughs> you gotta love that um paul I, I appreciate you um allowing us to do the article that is on the website right now mainstreetmurray.com on your um youth league coaching um adventure i guess yeah. and and jp and i were fortunate enough to to get to come out to a recent practice and i was just amazed at you know, the way you present things to those eight-year-olds is very similar to the way you present things to your 18-year-olds at Spring Hill High School. And I think a lot of folks would think that 
the kids at that age can't take it in. Clearly, that's not the case with your guys. Yeah, and I think it's all about, you know, the guys in the field and just like at the high school level, at the college <laughs> level, at the pro level, you got to read each and every team. But, I mean, we're fortunate to have a good little group of athletes that want to be out there, that want to play. And I could tell after the first time I was with them that they could take me not only being loud and, you know, some would say hard, but, I mean, you know, coaching them literally the same way that I do the high school team and – I think it's helped them in their development, um, you know, not just doing the whole just being really soft and everything with them. Just, you know, as many of you would probably attest, the old Little League coach with jean shorts and a Marlboro hanging out of his mouth pointing towards home back in 83, you know, <laughs> those guys were tough, you know, and now maybe you take away the Marlboro, you take away the jean shorts, and I think way too many coaches don't want to be – be hard on these kids because society is telling us not to. And then you're not necessarily always being hard when you're just demanding that they respect you, respect the game and respect each other. And, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, and, and I think in that situation, Paul, one of the most important factors is your parents apparently don't see anything wrong with it either that you're, they're allowing their kids to be coached. And, yeah. and I think that's vital in that realm, probably. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And we were very upfront. And I told all of them at the beginning, I'm like, look, you know, this is not only something that I'm doing in a volunteer capacity. This is something that I do as a career. So, you know, my way of doing things may not be like anything that you've seen three years prior if they started playing at four or five. And, you know, we've got such a – epidemic going on of youth sports is just out of control right now. It really is. Um, it, some would say, well, you're saying it's out of control, but you're also contributing to the monster that is out of control. And I could see that side of it as well. But I think with me being in the career choice that I am, that I can try to at least make sure that I'm doing my part to keep those kids safe and to keep them enjoying the game. I just and, felt and, like, Oh, go ahead, Teresa. I'm sorry. Well, as a parent, Paul, one of the things that has kind of struck out at me is that most kids want to have boundaries. They want to know exactly what the expectations are and what you're asking of them to do. How are you finding that as in your position as a coach? And I, I think that's one thing that they have been so, you know, they've been so happy with, you know, I had one parent come up and tell me that, you know, simple manners at home have improved so much. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big yes sir, no sir guy. You know, it never fails that when we have new players coming to the high school team, they get to say yeah once. And I'm usually okay with it the first time. Like, you know, I will repeat yes sir until they say yes sir, but they don't know. And now these kids at eight years old, you know, when they go out to a restaurant and maybe that waitress sits down, you know, their drink and their water or whatever, and they say, thank you. And yes, ma'am. And, you know, please. And all that. I mean, that means so much more than turning a double play at eight U or hitting the ball in the gap at eight U. I mean, that's, you know, it's cliche and all that, but we're trying to teach them so much more and the boundaries that they are giving, hopefully they can, take that with them to 
fifth grade, take it with them to high school, take it with them to their freshman year of college, their first job. And it's not cliche to us. That is why we're, why we do what we do. Paul Lamb, our guest here, Coach's Corner, presented by uh, From the Heart Cafe. And, Paul, one thing I noticed at, at practice was the the pace of practice uh, with these young guys. And um, as Mo uh, talked about with you earlier about the way that you coach them, any difference in pace and, and uh, that type of way you hold practice from the high school kids? No, honestly, no. And once I made the decision to – to do that, I've never backed off with it. If I tell my high school guys and I tell our young guys that if I don't bring the energy, how can I expect you to? If I don't go home from practice, whether it be the high school practice or the youth practice, literally how can I expect them to to give me everything that they have? I mean, I'm physically exhausted at the end of every single practice. I really am, and I don't feel like if I've – if I've not given them everything I've gotten, then I shouldn't not feel that way. So, you know, it's it's full tilt. It's high energy. It's nonstop because baseball is boring, very boring to a lot of people. So, you know, when they're not just having to stand around and they're constantly moving, to me, it makes them want to play the next year. And that is our ultimate goal is to continue to want them to play. You know, I've coached some summer league ball, not nearly to this level, but that's always been my thing. If they got better and they want to play the next year, you've pretty well done your job. And and I'm sure that all of the eight U mules will be playing next year as well. Paul Lamb, coach of the Spring Hill baseball program. Um, state championship coach Paul Lamb, by the way. So, again, I really hope those parents and those kids – appreciate the the resource that they had at their disposal as far as that goes. And and we certainly appreciate having you on with us here on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe. Thanks for your time, Paul. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All righty. Hey, when we come back here on Street Sports today, we're going to tap into Teresa Walker's Tennessee Titans minicamp knowledge. So stay with us.